Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of Baki Taki. Uh, this is a show, of course, where I invite my friends on and I ask them about what they think about Baki. Uh, usually they haven't watched much of the show except for the episode that we're talking about, which today is episode three of Baki. So without further ado, let's introduce our co-host of the day, Phil. Hello, hello. Welcome. Nice to be a part of the Baki Talkie for sure. Thanks. You don't have to say hello, hello. That's sort of my thing. You can, you can, you can have your own greeting if you want. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll have to come up with one for the next one, but I don't know. I don't know how, how if I'll last to a next one. We'll see. This yeah. If you keep stealing the, my stuff, quite the I experience. I don't think you're coming back. Um, okay. So just a quick icebreaker before we get into it. Um, sure. I just like to find out. Uh, first off, just your sort of taste. So, other than Baki, what are some shows you're watching? Well, right now, I've definitely been watching that final little season of Ozarks. Uh, I've been really digging Domino Masters on ABC, I think it is. Full disclosure, I also have TiVo, so I literally only fast forward to when they're doing the topple time. Otherwise, uh, it is way too long. That show could be easily 20 minutes, but it's a full hour. I feel like uh, it could be five that... minutes just to show the dominoes. <laughs> Well, you do need those little, you know, cut to commercials right when they're about to do it, you know, just to add that extra level of suspense. Other than that, I can't think of anything. Top Chef is a, is a given for me. No, this Other is good. That, yeah. you're, you're watching Ozark so you can keep up with people in conversation. And then you have your yeah. passion project of watching Domino's <laughs> fall over. It's really inspired me to set up chain reactions in my bedroom. Ooh, okay. Um, all right. And one last question. Before watching this episode, what history do you have with Baki? Have you ever watched any of it? What do you what did you know about the show going in? Well, so I knew nothing about the show whatsoever going into it, but I did for homework very quickly watch the first two episodes. Whether that helped me or not. Let's let's jump into this episode. So I sort of broke it down into four major scenes that happen. Uh, can you so let's start off right at the beginning that's, at the dojo. That's generous. That's generous. <laughs> can you can you describe what happens in the dojo at the beginning well i can only describe some sort of absolute beefcake of a santa claus comes in <laughs> yep. and then he uh gets him with the old shoe trick i don't care who you want to see no shoes in the dojo old man you have to forgive me I don't know if that's a common move in Japanese martial arts, but, you know, the old classic, I gotta go tie my shoe, oh, this bam, is, bam, bam. This is why right people say no shoes in the dojo, you know? <laughs> I, I've i never seen it being such a clear advantage, but obviously, like, if you know what you're doing, it's just, it's not, it's not even fair. So, so Mr. Uh, Mr. Beefcake, or Dorian, as he's called, uh, he dead. throws his shoes at uh, Katsu, uh, Katsumi, I believe is his name. So yeah, where, where does it go from the, there? Like the I think he, so. From what I can gather too, with my little, he's like the son of a, a legendary martial arts fighter. Yep. So then uh, Dorian, I actually wrote this one down because it's like, bam, you got the quadruple median line strike. You're gonna pay for that, you cheating bastard! One hell of a center line strike, I'll say. Just right into Dorian's chest, just like. <laughs> And I guess normally that's a move that's going to take a man down, but not the beefcake that is, you know, these sinister 
Sinister <laughs> Outlaws. I don't know. The most evil, what was their... Most evil death row inmates, I believe. Right. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, out of the blue comes, I guess, his dad. Dopo, is that his name? No. <laughs> oh, I don't, I, don't, I have, I'm very confused who the other man, who the other man in the ring was. Dopo does show up, Dopo is his dad, uh, that's Retsu, um, the master of Chinese Kempo. Okay, so then Retsu comes, saves the day. You think you can just walk out of here after that? Get back to the middle of the dojo. Almost he gets looks, blinded he looks by... completely different than him. <laughs> I mean, like, the, the looks of these characters are something to that can... Yeah, I'm not going to go too into it, but there's a, lo- there's a lot going on. That's fair. But then, yeah, he almost gets blinded, which is insane, by, like, a, a, like a little yeah. string there. So I, I wanted to, to talk about that. So Dorian is a bit of a sneaky guy. He uses a bit of what I would describe as underhanded moves. Um, one of them oh. is he plucks out his own eyelash and then uh, fires it like a blow dart, aiming to um, puncture Retsu's eyeball. Um, luckily, Retsu is, you know, he's been around the block, seen this move before. He does, does the old do 100 flips in the air and then land on my and on like uh, do a headstand to dodge it which is like a classic dodge he could have just ducked but no and he didn't even dodge it that well it still hit his eyelid oh, and yeah, with, like, with enough force to make him bleed I mean these guys are seen as like super martial arts like super fast I don't know like he could have dodged that I feel like so yeah. then Dorian being classic you know you know bad guy dirty tricks Dorian just decides to drink but I can only assume is like pure gasoline and then just <laughs> fucking light that bitch up yeah he he just lights the whole um area around him on fire oh yeah and he just breathes fire onto retsu i look forward to the day you and i meet again honestly retsu like I, I i think we can agree he didn't do a great job of dodging the eyelash but he he handles being uh, put on fire pretty well i'd say well, all I have is he just notes here is he just yells the fire out, it seems like. Like, it seems to work pretty well. <laughs> just yelling really loudly. <laughs> well, it's like when you see a bear in the woods. Like, you're not supposed to run away. You have to act big and tough, and then it'll go right. away. Yeah, stop, drop, and roll is for, obviously, you know, like, white belts, yellow belts. But then as you progress within the world of martial arts, that's going to teach you, no, no, you have to fight the fire head on stop drop and roll is what you yell at the fire like get away from me so you're going fucking down oh sorry nice for me yeah <laughs> i don't know no my sponsors <laughs> harry's razors doesn't want me to say fuck um yeah no that's fine yeah that was a that was a pretty um pretty wild opening fight i would say well, and this is this is where I got bones to pick right off the bat because I okay. watched this episode two. You have this, you know, this sweet martial arts match between Katsumi and Retsu. Yeah, and they're pulling out all the stops with these, you know, three sixty animation things. Like I don't know where the heck that came from, but all of a sudden this two D anime show is now like has weird three D fight animation. Yeah, they only decided to introduce that for like thirty seconds, and then right into this episode, it's just like it. You don't even really, they don't even actually like action the fighting. It's just like they make a quick move and then it's just like a streak of blue light. 
Yeah, I don't think this show had a big budget. Um, I think that it means that a lot of times, instead of showing a fight, they will just show a light, a laser beam where a kick should be. And when they do fight, it is hideous. <laughs> like the, We were talking about that in the last episode, but those CG fights, I don't know your opinion on it. I thought it looked like a bad Street Fighter gameplay. Like, it's... Uh, well, it's just... Like I said, everything is so two-dimensional. It's very jarring to all of a sudden have, like, three-dimensional characters in, like, a two-dimensional world. Like, I imagine it's it's akin to, you know, Dr. Manhattan walking through time and space, <laughs> having to interact with beings who are only <laughs> taking up time. You know, it's like, all of a sudden these beings are just... That would explain the respect that all of those martial artists just are like they're just in uh, in awe of these fighters. Because well, maybe that's why their their moves are so so fast is because they're actually happening in a dimension they have no concept of. <laughs> they just blink and it's done. <laughs> what a way to start an episode, though. You know, I I think it really does an effective job of you know these are the most evil death. Row convicts in the land, you know, they're just coming in and whipping the floor of these esteemed martial artists. And and Dorian's just it, it always feels unfair when Dorian's in the fight because he's like he just looks like literally four well, feet the, taller than everyone the, else. This is the the classic, you know, manga or an anime trope of you can really pick the main character out of a crowd. Like these people are all like, <laughs> like I don't know what's going on with their muscles and their height, but it, it's like next level in this in this. Yeah. If, I, if I saw this guy on the street I would just turn around the next part of the that I wanted to talk about it's it's weird because it's one of the most normal Baki episodes I think in the show in that Baki has a subplot by himself that's sort of character development and like he doesn't fight anybody it almost feels like we're learning about Baki like so, so can, can you quickly describe, like, Baki's little subplot this episode? Well, if I can only describe it as, like, the weirdest anime montage ever. As I told you before, today we're doing your physical fitness tests. It's so bizarre. It's essentially just a bunch of, like, concurrent scenes of Baki, like, trying to prove he's real. If I'm assuming I have the order of this episode correct. Baki trying to show how strong he is and then epically failing because he's too strong, in a sense. Yeah. He does, Which, he does that like hand, 13 times in a row. Yeah, no, it, it happens way too many times. You could have done it maybe twice, and I think the point would have been made. Just the entire, like, idea. Like, this is almost, like, too cliche. No way. Yeah. But also, so jarring from, like, the first scene, like you were saying, to then just have this, like, and here's a guy at high school trying to, like, run up a kilometer, and it sucks. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> it's it's very strange. The, his super strength really doesn't make any sense in the context of what he's doing because it just like like how can he not just do a pull up like a, like he's so strong he really just rips the bar apart like. <laughs> I am waiting. What is wrong with you, Baki? That one, honestly, it makes me think, it's like, is this, like, a, a, a riddle? Like, is this even possible to, <laughs> to like, it feels like a physics but problem yeah. to, like, pull a pull-up, pull yourself up through a pull-up bar so hard you break the bar. That would maybe make for a good, you know, you have X-Force going in this direction and the force of gravity is this direction. I, I have but one yeah, so body what, was... worth of force. So to summarize quickly off the top of my memory, there is the sprint, which he 
puts his foot into the ground so hard it, it erupts into and makes a little crater. And then everyone then goes, to... oh, the maintenance crew has really been slacking off. It's really yeah. gone to shit. Whoa, look at this. Uh, There's a huge hole in the track. The ground must have been really loose there. Boy, the maintenance crew is really sloughing off. He then tries to do, I don't even know, it, it kind of looks like a shot put, but he throws it straight into the ground, but it, I don't know if that's supposed to be intentional or not. I feel like I he know. just whiffed it. Yeah, that's what I kind of think too, but then it ended up going, you know, like 100 feet in the air. He then wow. has the chin-ups, which we've mentioned, which, to, to make a quick point, he actually does the 15 ship, the chin-ups first, so quick that you can't you blink, you miss them. They, they it, miss them completely. His it's literally like the schoolyard job. joke, where it's like, want to see me run over there? Want to see me do it again? Like that type yeah, of oh, thing. Yeah, literally, like, literally. Then he's, they said, oh, we were looking, do it again. So he's like, fine, I'll do it again, and then proceeds to break the entire like gym equipment. What do you what do you think was his most impressive physical feat? Do you think it was doing 15 pull-ups in one nanosecond? Do you think it was setting several world records um, in track and field? Hang on, what am I seeing? Unless there's something wrong with this stopwatch or me, he just ran the fastest 800 meters ever. Or do you think it was his standing long jump where he jumped over the entire sand portion? Uh, I would probably say the sand portion, but I think what the most impressive feat is, is him running 800 meters and breaking a world record, yet running so slowly that he somehow finishes last <laughs> in a 1500 meter race. So all he has to do is the, last, is, is the last 700 meters. Like, that's it. Like, he could probably take he could probably walk it and still beat the rest of the kids if he's running a world record 800 meter, and yet he somehow manages to come last. Well, and when that, you see him cross the finish line, he's not making horrible time. Like, he's still jogging. Finally. You're dead last, Baki. I, I wanted to get your thoughts on um, one, of the, one of the lines in the episode. So Baki, throughout most of the athleticism, is in, like, a sweater and track pants. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he takes them off. And um, oh, boys the... are oogling right off the bat. Damn! Oh. Talk about ripped. Yep. And the the line that stuck out to me was, "Paging Doctor Beefcake." Did you? Ever... <laughs> I totally missed that line. <laughs> you did. I'm just checking. Did you do the dub or the sub? I did the sub. Ah, oh, Phil, I asked you to do the dub. Ah. Oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, so I did I did have a feeling that that was a translation, so I looked what the Japanese equivalent was, and in the sub, they said, does he do drugs or something? Yeah, I, I don't remember it being that, that appalling. But, uh, paging Dr. Beefcake, what a line. When you were in school, did you ever say that, like in gym class? Like, did anybody ever, like, you know, pull off their tearaway pants and uh, the class would say, like, whoa, <laughs> look at this guy. Just Mr. Pavanovich. <laughs> never to a student yeah definitely our our high school has definitely bored the background anime characters i don't know i can't think of anyone who was the foreground main main character of the anime yeah i don't think anybody could even like you know tie a world record 800 meter in our high school i mean to, to be fair though people might have been saying that about me and i was just kind of you know head in the clouds thinking about that fight that's that's the that's the saying, you know. If you're not saying paging Doctor Beefcake, then they're saying it about you. Right, like if you're if you're in your friend group, 
and you can't find the beefcake, <laughs> here's beefcake. But I mean, oh, that yeah. seems to be the theme of this show. Is it's just like we got beefcakes on beefcake. That's what I'm, I'm. I want that kid who said that to just show up in like every scene and be like, "Whoa, code code black, <laughs> doctor, doctor beefcake, get down here now." I'm curious, you know, now that you've said this, like how many liberties the English dub has taken with the rest of the subs now? Because while I guess the intent is the same, it's definitely going for a bit different content or definitely paints a different picture of the show itself. Oh, so much. That's why I tell people to watch the English dub because it's like, first of all, um, this is an audio podcast, so I can't use clips from the sub, but the English version is just so much goofier because it's trying to like take these concepts and i guess like make them more believable to like a western audience and like you know the, the <laughs> it's it's a goofy show so okay so now moving on we have the introduction of the final death row inmate to make it to tokyo and get his own scenes sikorsky actually before that we have a little dinner scene with um, Mr. Tokugawa, um, our 11th generation businessman, uh, you remember, who taught Baki about um, dynamite. And a new character. And I, I, <laughs> Sorry, I do yeah. have a question because it, it commonly uses flashbacks. Is there like another Baki show or is it just like they're animating flashbacks? Oh, it's, it's this time again, listeners. It's the <laughs> segment where I explain the history of Baki. <laughs> All right. All right. So just, in. just to go super brief here, yes, this is a continuation of the previous Baki anime. That one was from 2001, so there's it's been quite a long time, and it's not on Netflix. So um, I don't know. It's it's a bit of an ask to get ask people to watch that one first. Um, yeah, I, I think I've probably told you this before, but Baki is of course the sixth longest running manga of all time bigger than one piece um and uh, yes this is taking this is not the beginning of baki's story this is taking place after the ultimate tournament um which it's we're about three episodes after the end of that tournament (laughs) back that's what it seemed that's what it seemed like but again without the context it's like wouldn't also surprise me if they just kind of did up some black and white clips and we're just like yeah we'll just call this a flashback (laughs) yes Maybe that's maybe that's giving the audience too much credit that they can pick up that stuff. Well, it's it's tough to keep track of everything. Anyway, uh, so our dinner scene is Mr. Tokugawa, uh, a new character uh, for us, Kanji uh, Kanji Igari. Kanji Igari, charismatic pro wrestling superstar. I believe is his name. He is a pro wrestler mm-hmm. because every fighter in the show has a gimmick, and his gimmick is pro wrestling. Um, and he has hired uh, uh, some rando who I don't care about um, as his fighter. Um, can, can you walk me through how this dinner scene goes, Phil? I, to be honest, this one was really confusing. Again, the, the whole conversation beforehand got kind of lost on me, but I guess they have some, some kind of judo master who wants to appear in the ring, which, I mean, he's in it for the money, it seems like. Like, he loves judo, but he's just really there for that big, sweet dough. And the honor... There seems to be a lot of honor about fighting in this ring. If there's a ring and an opponent and a big enough paycheck, I'll fight any time. Yes, but you do realize, don't you, that none of the fighters in my arena get paid? Yeah, but that's different. Your tournaments are famous. 
a win there is a huge boost to a fighter's reputation. Yes, the, if you can win in the uh, the underground ring, it's it's very impressive. And th- this is uh, Kanji Igari's uh, fighter that he brought in. It's an underground ring. It's very above ground for an underground ring. You know what? <laughs> Fair <least> point. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I get the intent behind it, but it's it's quite large and very much quite an arena. <laughs> but I digress. I digress. So then, of course, as you mentioned, Sikorsky shows up. What? And I, I guess he's supposed to be the kind of you know Dolph Lundgren character. Like, to a T almost. Like, it, it, there's no subtlety about what they're what they're trying to do with this character. Yeah. So he comes up and he's looking for a fight, and then just again immediately with this, you know, very evil death row gang group, just cheap shots right off the bat. I don't know. Whoa, 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 you know, whoa. He, hey, he doesn't do it right off the bat. First, he puts a cup on the judo guy's head. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I think it was a stack of plates too. You're right, a stack of plates. Very disrespectful. And then Geo Guy doesn't like that, which is fair, you know, like, I've had to carry stacks of plates before, I don't want that on my head. And then the Judo Guy gets up, and then he pulls out, I don't I don't know if it's that, the intention is that his, his hands are so sharp, or something like that, but he ends up punching him in the face three times, and then, like, has these huge gashes on it. So, I have no idea. Because, uh, you didn't, if, if you watched episode two, like, Doyle has metal elbows and like knives in him that lets him cut people sikorsky from what i can infer just sticks his knuckle out and is able to cut through flesh like butter with it i yeah, I, I have no idea puts a huge just like triangle in his face <laughs> I, I guess he challenges this guy to kind of show their honor but then it's not even really a fight like every every action he takes is just like boom 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 uh well here here's the thing sikorsky it's funny, I said Doyle was the worst. Sikorsky's the worst. Um, but it, none, none of these guys care about honor in the slightest. In fact, I think they like the idea of being dishonorable and then going, <laughs> A fighter who fights only on cue should not call himself a martial artist. <laughs> I, I, have, I attacked you while you weren't looking. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And you know what? I'm, I'm now remembering to, like, it's just kind of like rejog my memory of like how kind of like re- weirdly brutal these fights are yet in a very cartoony way in that first scene when dorian like picks up a board off the ground and like throws it into <laughs> katsumi's like mouth through the floorboard that renzu sensei shattered it's like super random just like gratuitous violence that is at the same time just like so cartoony and over the top you're just like almost have to roll your eyes at it yeah and once again we just have these like weird like punch slashes that just like burst his face open and then they go outside after after sikorsky just demolishes Mm -hmm. him um Mm -hmm. they call an ambulance um everybody is calmly standing around i would be pretty pissed if like the guy who cut my face open was just standing by the ambulance um watching me um, well and that's when kanji is like i gotta i gotta defend my guy here you know? yeah he, he waited 10 minutes or so and then he's like, wait a minute wait till everything was settled and he takes him outside and then again just proceeds to get just like brutally defeated <laughs> <laughs> nice punch for an old man. What? You're gonna pay for that, Sikorsky. Just wait. By the time I'm through with you. <gasps> 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 
Yeah, he get, he just gets kicked in the face. It it was it was very weirdly shown. It was like uh, Kanji turned around, started saying like I'm gonna get you. Looked back at Sikorsky, and it showed Sikorsky with his legs up, like he was laying down and about to kick you. But he must have been like eight feet in the air. I didn't I, I didn't I didn't understand the blocking of that scene. No, it 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 was very odd. And then he like yeah like he gets right into the ambulance. The ambulance is the guys are just trying to do their job, and here comes this guy <laughs> crashing in through the window. And I have to assume those windows are like pretty tough. You know, like those aren't just you know little your standard car windows. Do you think they buy specialty glass for ambulance cars? I would think so. Like you gotta anticipate. You know, there might be some some bumpy roads. <laughs> there might be a big Russian guy who might kick a kick a man into it. Kick a pro wrestler, no less. Yeah. You know what? That probably didn't hurt. You know, he's a pro wrestler. Probably, like, has a special move for it. I mean, it's all fake, right? So, exactly. he's like, you know, he holds his hands up to his face after he gets slashed. But there's, like, blood packets in there. He's, like, letting it drip. He's, you know, the old trick, you got to cut your forehead a bit because you got a lot of veins in there. So, you just kind of let it bleed. So. Sikorsky was just helping him. He, he yeah. helped him cut his face a little too much. Yeah, that was uh, that was that was good. I also just wanted to comment. I really liked um, Sikorsky's outfit. I thought the the trench coat was a good look. Oh, he looks he looks great. You know, he's got that kind of like crew cutish look, Larian yeah. vibe to him. That like long flowing trench coat, almost like pea coat almost. No, it's a good look. He's the only one that really also looks like his nationality. I don't want to be rude, but like, I don't know. Like everyone else, I know it's like there's like an American and an Irish guy. Like, well, you know. He like looks Russian. Like I, I believe he's Russian. The Irish look, guy doesn't look Irish. The Irish looks guy doesn't like look Irish at all. <laughs> Phil, you can't just say the Irish guy doesn't look Irish because he's Asian. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say all they did was gave him red hair, and they're like, let's call it a day. You know what? That is true. I didn't realize <laughs> that he has red hair and he's Irish. That <laughs> it does. I wonder if that was even like a conscious choice because like these things are usually animated in black and white first, and then. I wonder if the animator was just like, oh, yeah, Doyle, the Irishman. Um, so Mr. Oh, really Toku- quickly, too, really quickly, the end of that last scene, Mr. Tokugawa just, like, watches his friend get brutalized and everything, and he's like, you should come to my ring. In my, really... in, in my opinion, nobody is Mr. Tokugawa's friend. <laughs> I think he has, Fair a, enough. he has a lust for violence and um, and the ultimate male fighting each other and that's that's about all that he's looking for yes but yeah that leads into the next scene so uh tokugawa is quite impressed by sikorsky and he takes him to the underground fighting arena uh mm-hmm. where everybody else has shown up in an act of synchronicity uh, so we got doyle speck has broken out of jail speck broke out he broke out of his cell again Yanagi and oh Dorian Dorian Speck yeah. Yanagi Sikorsky oh, yeah. I think that's fine <laughs> yeah so they all show up together um I don't know if you re- if you remember this scene um or this specific moment but it is the weirdest moment of Baki I think I've ever seen and I wanted to see if I could get your thoughts on it he so Tokugawa is trying to get people to he's trying to get them to like you know fight like he wants mm-hmm. them to fight on his p- rules or whatever and he asks what they're all here for right is that is, is this the scene you're talking about 
Yes, yes. He asks what they're all here for, and th the reasons are ri ridiculous, um, as always. Um, but afterwards, I think one of them says something like, why do we need to listen to you? And then the world starts going blurry, like the background starts fading away, and mm -hmm. yeah. Tokugawa oh, yeah. just starts going, no, stop, no, nobody's moving. Nobody has done anything. Excellent. Now you'll be happy to hear that as a reward for your having such outstanding DNA, I'm going to give you all the precious gift of knowing the taste of defeat. <laughs> Thanks, but I don't need you giving me any gift. These four wonderful guys right here are gift enough. No, wait, what are you? No, stop, stop it. Oh, everyone's saying there. He's the only one that really seems to be affected by it. I don't know if, I mean, these guys have kind of established themselves as badasses, so. Yeah, but like, what were, like, it looked like they were about to teleport to the Shadow Realm. Like, I, I have no idea what was happening. Like, what, what do you think was going on? maybe just like the pure essence of just all these pot beefcakes was just like too much for this arena to handle and it <laughs> my just heart to a, no affect you know like the entire like space-time continuum I, I i don't know i can't really read it past beyond that like um, there must be something being invoked by these by these love uh there's Lovecraftian there. beings. No, I, I, there's maybe it's in the dub. I wrote down some of the things there, but he's like, "We're all here with these lovely ones." <laughs> and it's like right, right after that line, that's when all the weird shit starts happening. <laughs> and there's some, some pure essence of just you know lovely beefcakes. It's just you know too much to handle. It's gonna go. Yeah, I wrote down. Direction. I wrote down some of the reasons they said they were there. Not all of them. Okay. Two, I, two yeah. I love one guy and again this might be different from the actual english dubs yeah but uh one guy said it was the smell which is great <laughs> nope that they, they translated that one i think it was the scent that drew me that's perfect and then there was another one that i thought was weird was to find warriors not competitors because i'm not really sure like i understand i guess the intent but I'm not really sure what the difference is in this case. If I had to interpret it, a warrior is somebody you can kill. A competitor is somebody who taps out. Yeah, those are the two I like the most, and then that's when they all get together. And then, boom, you know, here yeah. comes the strongest man in the world. Uh, the strongest boy in the world. Um, oh, so sorry. Yeah, so what do you think about uh, Baki's entrance? Do you think it's the coolest thing ever or just one I mean, of the coolest things hey old man Rocky. can we get this thing started because i kind of like to wrap it up quickly got school tomorrow you know it's it's definitely pretty cool i think but again though i mean it's in the context of this guy's apparently not very strong according to his gym teacher so yeah this guy can't even do there... a freaking pull-up is there that, that bit of self-doubt in there? You know, like, can I beat these guys? I can't even run 1,200 meters without, like, literally dying. Not literally dying, but becoming so tired. Yeah, if, if his opponents can just run for 1,000 meters, they've got Boggy. Yeah. It's like, you, you know, the old, like, 
if you've ever seen Rocky, you just gotta tire him out. Like, <laughs> like I, the Apollo Creed there. maneuver. Yeah, you can you can get there in this fight in like thirty seconds. It sounds like like you, you do not need to spend a lot of time to get Baki tired out. Yeah, so Baki comes in. Uh, but Baki's not the only one to come in, uh, because oh, no. soon after, uh, Dopo Orochi and uh, three of his friends, uh, Shibukawa, uh, Retsu, and uh, Haneyama, show up. Yo, what's good? Thanks for sending someone all that way to fetch me. Dopo! I brought some friends along. Uh, we've never met Hanayama in the show before. Well, I, I was going to say, which can only be described as a phenomenal scene that is supposed to be obviously like this. Oh, look who's come. And yet there's no context. Like, even as someone who, like, skimmed through the first couple episodes, I have no idea what the fuck any, who any of those guys were. It was just like, what? There's this, and they all look so weak and compared to the other guys, too. <laughs> I wrote down a note that, that just says it's like a better version of the Avengers when they showed up. <laughs> There's yeah, that's like not even like he's like tiny compared to them. Like, what is he gonna like? I bet he's gonna be that really really smart fighter that like uses. Well, he he's like, he's, he's the that's a Goki Shibukawa. He's the judo guy, so he he can he doesn't need to be big to be strong. He can throw uh, anybody. I see. I see. Did you did you um? Oh no, you didn't listen to the uh, to the dub. I was I was gonna ask you. Uh, Dopo Arachi's voice actor is hilarious. Um, <laughs> it's just, I'm just going to mention it now so I can play audio of it in the podcast, but his voice is like the deepest, like, hey man, what's up? I brought my, it's like, uh, let me see if I can do it. Yo, yo, I'm here and I brought my friends. Yo, what's good? I don't know if he sounded like that in the sub though. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, that's the episode. They're finally here. Finally here. Which is, and... which is also phenomenal because it makes it up to be this, like, big, long-awaited moment. But it's, like, episode three. Like, they literally spent, you know, like, 30 minutes building it up. Yeah. And my favorite thing about this is by the time this ends, like, nobody even cares anymore. <laughs> People are like this is as dramatic as it gets. It's like it, it it threads off into so many different directions, and like at a certain point, you're just like, who's even left? Like <laughs> one one and guy like, meets another guy while he's at the shopping mall, and they have to go shopping together. Yeah, like I'm assuming it's not like all of a sudden they're just going to start fighting, right? Like they're finally here to no. We'll we'll get a fight. I think the first fight starts next episode, but they they pace them out very slowly. A great little like intro to Baki, I think. You really get to find out his essence is like a true, you know, young. I think at any at the end of the day, what they're really trying to reinforce in this episode is Baki's still just, you know, he's the strongest boy. He's not the strongest man. Yeah, he's got a long way to go. Uh, actually, becoming a man is very much the uh, subplot of Fim for the season, uh, but that's getting ahead of ourselves. I've been through all this, and I know what I'm talking about. Forget celibacy. If you want to get stronger, do it. Uh, so, I have two two uh, questions, actually three questions for you, just to tie things up for the episode. First off, did you have any questions? Did anything still not make sense? What any anything that I can answer for you? Um, 
Do you like? Could you give me a little brief rundown of who like the Orochi guy is? Dopo Orochi, known as the Lord of War. Uh, so he owns the uh, the karate dojo that the initial scene takes place in. Um, okay. There's a big mural of him on the outside of him fighting a tiger because he defeated a tiger in marsh in in one on one combat. He is the he's basically the karate guy of the show, except that he had a son and now his son is the karate guy of the show, and Dopo's sort of like the badass karate guy of the show. Um, so wait, they're all they're all supposed to be a different martial art. All of the all of the side characters, except for like like I think Baki and like the Hanmas are pretty generic in their fighting styles. Well, I, all I was gonna say is like, how can they be representing a fighting style when they never actually show fighting? It just shows like streaks of blue light. Like I don't like how do you differentiate between like a judo kick and a karate kick if they're just streaks of blue. That's what the narrator's for. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, okay, second question for you. Now that you've watched uh, a full episode and then at least parts of others, do you think that Baki is a good show? I gotta be honest, not particularly. <laughs> I think it could be a good show if it kind of tightened it up a little bit. That's the other thing, impression I got is just like, and this is kind of like all animes are kind of like this, but man, sometimes like what they cover in half an hour could be done in half the time, you know? These scenes, like, they always... I, I, I'll be honest, I've watched a few animes here and there, and it just seems like some scenes just take so long to play out because they add, like... Like, they don't flow very well. Like, you'll have a shot of, like, dialogue, and then a shot of someone moving, and then another shot of dialogue, and then another shot of action. It's like... There's no cohesion to them. It's very much like they're taking different cells of... Maybe this is more a comment to, like, anime than it is to Baki specifically, but there's they just feel so stilted when you watch them. And it becomes like a little little training yeah it can feel like i'm reading a motion comic um exactly oh my god if if this is off topic but i'm watching young justice um okay it's it's basically you know like aqualad robin and all that yeah. stuff it used to be a show on like cartoon network or whatever had a real budget made money from selling toys uh they had two seasons like that then the show got canceled. Fans rallied, brought it back to HBO Max. The budget, I've got to say, is probably $100 per episode now. And it is <laughs> legitimately a slideshow. They had a whole arc on Mars where people communicate telepathically. And I'm convinced it's so that they didn't have to animate mouths. <laughs> it's so bad. Oh, God. Okay, and final question for you. Um, I'm trying to collect um, a bunch of user descriptions of characters in the show so that I can sort of have an encyclopedia of who's who. So I asked Jack sure. on the first episode to do uh, Baki. I asked Max to do Spec. So I'm going to ask you to define Sikorsky in a few sentences. Oh, okay, okay. The motherland never had a better son. Watch your back. He's coming for you. Looking fly as hell. <laughs> oh, I like that. That 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 feels more like a movie trailer. I think a one that I would watch. The Motherland never had a better son. Does kind of sound like a a really weird propaganda film. <laughs> it almost sounds like uh like a rom com. 
Um, <laughs> anywho. All right. Well, thank you so much, Phil, for coming on the show. Uh, pleasure to pleasure to be on. And, and and as much as I said, I did not enjoy this show. I'd <laughs> gladly watch another episode if it meant I could be on Baki Talkie. Oh, I'm sure I'll bring you back once I cycle through people. I don't. I do not have as many friends as there are episodes of this show. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, and uh, tune in next week where we bock more talkie. All right, goodbye. <laughs> no, no, no.